tonight on Alpha's Back in Pod Form. Oh my god! Alpha's Robber! <laughs> He's gone. Alpha's an expensive sports car for Lynn, but really ain't having it. There's an alien out there on the road somewhere in a red Ferrari. Maybe no one will notice. Tam shows up, even though he didn't watch the episode. No big deal, right? Tonight on the Biro Pod Network of Podcasting Alf Show thing. Oh, that's a, a weird noise. I was going to whistle the theme, but let's not do that either. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, Welcome to Alf is Back in Pod Form, episode 11, featuring the 10th episode of Alf, Baby Let Me Drive the Car, is uh, similar to what it's called. I don't remember the exact name. I think we should find out, because I think the song is probably the most important part of Alf. Baby, you can drive my car? Baby, I will drive a car. (laughs) The car. The car, Okay. Let me car. car. Let me drive a car today, please. Baby is driving car at my behest. Baby cars. This is a car made for a baby. Let us drive it together today. That's the episode. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, I think we got it. Um. Because he might just come by. What? Sam has just messaged me that he might just drop in. Well, he's not welcome because he didn't watch the episode. <laughs> okay. They tell him to stop then? <laughs> no, I mean, if he wants to, he can. I just, I mean, he's not, it's not going to go well for him if he does, you know. I mean, yeah, well, he won't be able to contribute meaningfully. Well, I mean, they'll come up with some idiotic theory, which is like yep. no different from his idiotic theories that are actually informed by the, the content of the episode. So, um, <laughs> so, but, how, Hey everybody, Alf, Alf Show, Alf Show, I'm Byron Hussey, I've got uh, Nick Carey here. Hello. That, and this one over here is Katya. Hello. Hi. And um, we, I invited a bunch of people to sit in on this one. We had a, a, a maybe, uh, actually we had a hard yes from Julian, um, yeah, only to have him later realize or something that he couldn't do it. Or just never wanted to, or something. I think it confused. You know what? It was like it was like he was like, "Fuck you, Byron," and he just like that was it. <laughs> and then um, the the Vian Suavex, uh, well, they're unreliable. Apparently, they're in Denver, and well, Liz, I'm not sure where he is. Let's just pr- say they're both in Denver, and um, I think he went. He said he was going to a weed convention. Is that? I'm sure that's the only reason to be in Denver. So yeah, he said he was just gonna blaze it up, r- really hard, core, like just with a lot of weed in Denver. So that's where they are. Um, Tam never checked Facebook, so he didn't get the message. He said he might pop in, and I said that he's only a little bit welcome to do that. Yep, that's fair. So that says says something about your friends. Byron, I, I mean, I, friends is a strong word. It's a strong <laughs> word. Vague acquaintance. Vague acquaintance. So, uh, Baby, Can You Drive My Car is the 10th episode of ALF, aired 1st December 1986. 22 minutes long. It's yeah. also, apparently, according to IMDb, is a 
comedy, comma, drama. Comma. Really? Yeah. I think someone's been screwing <laughs> with the IMDb. I failed, I failed that drama. I, I'm... Also, I suppose it's not that funny. Well, there was a tense moment where Willie did bring to mind that Alf put the lives of others in danger, which we can get to later. We'll unpack that later, but it was very I, real. I think like, the structure of the show, as I've said before, is a comedy, but you could argue that a comedy has to be funny. So yeah. it's a comedy drama because it's frequently just really not very funny. I thought there were fun, some funny lines and moments in this episode, but overall not much happened. Um, yep. So we, we come into the episode and Liz on the phone talking about needing to borrow her parents' car to go to, to a, a what we later learned to be a pretender's concert. Now, yeah, which is also just amazing. And I'm going to look up like pretender's tour dates in 1986 because yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, the pretenders have been active since 1978, according to oh, yeah. Wikipedia. Like, like, I guess in my head, they're like a super old band. Right. But they're um, still apparently but, active now, I think. I yeah, don't think I, they I ever broke up. Or out, like, uh, Lynn would have actually gone to. Now, uh, Nick, I know I, you're a, a singer. Do you know any Pretenders songs that you could sing uh, for us? Only the classic 500 Miles. Oh, yeah, like the... Um, yeah. Wait, so I guess I um, forgot that they did that song, and now I'm realizing that's what I thought to be their only song, so... I think they've got a whole lot more, but it's basically the only one anyone knows. Really? But I'm finding that they did not tour in 1986. They toured in, well, not to America anyway. They toured to 85 and in 87. So this is bullshit, that's what you're saying. It's well, also... I think if they tour in, in 86, it was, it's not very like clear where to... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm suspicious. It's possible that it aired in 1986, but the actual events were recorded... The events oh, and the lives of Lynn, the Tanners. was driving to Philadelphia to the JFK Stadium to see them at the Live Aid concert. Yeah, that's... I don't think that happened. That's a, She lives in California, so that's like a full... That's, yeah, they, they were in California in 84, so it could be two years in production, this episode. I mean, the, the dedicated... <laughs> these people yeah. polishing each episode. So 10,000 10, Miles, is that the song? Let's go with that. All right, go ahead. Let's just like hear the first um, three minutes of it. Go. I think you can look it up on YouTube. I think okay. Let's just not go that down that road any further. Um, I think if we start this being a singing podcast, it goes down a whole different rabbit hole. <laughs> this is a very, um, very Wayne Wayne Brady. Is that his yep. name? Wayne Brady. I don't from, know what you're uh, talking about, but I'm going to see you. From oh. Tam wants to get in on this. How do I add him? There's a button down the bottom of mine that says add. Can can you do it? Probably. Because if you see that button, you're way ahead of where I'm at, which is not seeing uh, that button. He's, he's adding. Oh, he's, oh, but he's calling. Well, no, it, it should be, well, he should shut up then. Ruining the show. Ruining it. It's ruined. Tam, are you online? Are you chewing? I'm not. Okay. No, I just my. <laughs> I have like a really that. annoying voice in, yeah. in all respects. Because <laughs> you sound like when you're chewing, even when your mouth. Yeah, is I empty. just always sound like I'm chewing annoyingly, just sort of smacking like. Well, I knew you were eating dinner, so I thought like you kind of sort of like took your plate from the oh, table. No. <laughs> table. No, I just I I wolfed it down just just to just to just to make it 
onto the podcast. That's good. Thank you. Hi, hi, hi good, good evening, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Tam. He's he's part of the show now, I guess. Yeah. Didn't watch the episode though. I, I imagine. No, did okay. not watch any huh. kind of. Uh, did not experience any kind of Alfian uh, content. Right. Well, the the, the the good news is that this whole endeavor is devoted to recapping, like re-encapsulating the episode to its mm-hmm. essence. And so you will have the experience of having watched it without having watched it. Right. And we only really got to my first bullet so far, which is mm-hmm. Linus okay. talking on the phone. So which, which now, which, uh, which... Uh, episode are we on it's by title? Episode uh, ten, baby, you can drive my car. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I missed the yeah, baby, you can drive my car. Mm. All right. Got the gist from the title, I think. Yeah. yeah. So is, um, is is Katya present and uh, and participating? Yeah, she's here. I am. Hello. Hi. So uh, all right, so, uh, uh, drive my okay. I'm gonna. Yeah, so you look up nope. the um, you look up the the cliffs notes for this, which yeah. I, I'm gonna. I think it's alfcliffs.net. Just go there yeah. and uh, check that out. And my I'm gonna get to my second bullet point. Um, That's important. Yeah. Which is about how Alf is surprised that gold has any value on Earth and that in, yeah. on Melmac. Um, foam is the the most uh, yeah. valuable commodity. I think what intrigued me I, about this, this list of his is that it included flax. I'm sorry, any structures that can be considered foam or just a particular kind? I think he's talking about the element element foam. Yeah, it's it's 256 in the periodic table. Yeah. yeah. It, or, oh wow, that's pretty far. I mean, I don't think that's. It only exists for. for for like a, a gazillionth of a second. Now, do you do do any, do, do any of you have any um, experiences with foam? I've cut foam in the past. You have had like a foam mattress. Oh yeah, that too, I guess. Yeah, I've uh, I've I used to like sort sort of my milkshakes really really foamy when I was a, hmm. was a kid. Probably more like a froth though. Mm. Yeah, I mean, is it, what? Where, where is the delineation? Is is froth a type of foam? Is foam a type of froth? Um, I think I feel. What is what is the definition of foam? What what is and what isn't foam? That's important. And I have a feeling yeah. in German they're the same word, but I'd have to look it up. I think it's schelm. I mean, it's just, everything's the same word in German. Come on. Well, I think yeah. it's schelm for both. So this they might just... be situations where we just developed a whole new word because we used that word. Yeah. When was uh, right. foam invented? Are we? Are we like? Can this just be the podcast that is the ontology yeah. of foam? I mean, it, so, it is so far. <laughs> I think it's important. Foam, spume, froth, lather, suds, and occasionally yeast are all shell. They're all the same word. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Wikipedia says a foam is a substance that is formed by trapping pack- pockets of gas in a liquid or solid. Yeah, it, it covers froth as well. Oh, so it's like right. one of those um, aero right, bars, so. right? Like the yeah. Yeah. Chocolate with yeah, the bubbles. Yeah, so we're we're talking a bath sponge, uh, the head on a glass of beer. They're I, both foams. If I had to hazard a guess, I would say Alf is talking about the type of foam that Alf himself is made out of. And I'm sense. wondering if he, he comes from a planet of living foam, and that that's sort of like, air, oh, like yeah. loose biological material they can sort of harvest. Like yeah, like we're talking meat, and he's talking foam. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Like if if we uh, had uh, just like we could just pick up like chunks of meat out of the earth, you think that's right. what it would be like? That's a, a horrific thought, but I guess it's just sort of like the equivalent of eating a mole or something, right? Yeah, they gave they gave me a little bit of pause there. <laughs> yeah. um, to, to really question whether the the person I met in Boston was Byron Hussey or I don't know. That, that was I, me. There's a disconnect between. Okay. A meat golem. I was. I mean, we're all meat golems at the end. Oh, the sure. Yeah. Like, I would have thought of Frankenstein was more of a meat golem. Well, I mean, like we we're, we're meat golems, and the you know it was God that put the spirit into us rather than Doctor Frankenstein. Okay. Right. As a theological standpoint, this is pretty valid. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, I- I- in addition to foam, uh, wax, gra- wax, gravel, and lint are also apparently valuable on Melmac. Did he say wax or did he say flax? Because I heard flax. I, I think it was wax. But I kind of want to go back and check because, uh, I, yeah. I well, just I mean, I think flax is probably just about as valuable as wax, although it is good for, um, I think, like... Uh, I think monetarily it's equivalent, but I'm just intrigued that the writers like wax was. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it was wax. I think it's wax is in the same category as foam, gravel, and lint. Oh, I'm just gonna choose to believe you, Emma. Yeah. And I'm sorry. So, what was that Alf it... site? I'm sorry. Uh, Alf Cliff. What was it Cliff? Oh, it was Alf notes. <laughs> my Cliff Alf. My Alf Cliff notes. Dot. My. Dot. Cliff. Biz. And you have to pay nine ninety nine. $9.99 a month. What were you saying, Katya? Uh, so Alf had a chance to become rich, and um, I guess, and get all the gravel from Earth and escape, I guess, with yeah, his friends yeah, previously. It's like, yeah. but, but his yeah. planet is no more, so I don't know how much gravel costs in some space Probably station. I, I would not, think, not I mean, Milmakians seem to be a sort of... Um, you know, a transgalactic sort of people. Like I think they, it's implied that they're more technologically advanced, right? Yeah. So. Well, it's not like they had one spaceship and gave it well. <laughs> oh no, no, no. So I was, I was thinking, just like maybe, you know, maybe, maybe foam and uh, flax or wax or you know, and lint, <laughs> lint are sort of uh, transgalactically. Um, valuable and not yeah. just on milk mm-hmm. what about maybe it's like um remember in star trek deep space nine how like really into uh gold press latinum quark was even though yeah. like he the federation didn't care about it because they were like well you don't use money but then they yeah, were like all for some credits, reason yeah. they no they didn't have any they weren't they were beyond money you know but then uh, they, no always... on earth they were beyond i'm i'm sorry i'm pushing out my fucking horn nerd glasses here um no earth was beyond money they definitely used credits to purchase things but on, like uh, from uh, other like races so, but yeah but i mean like was that was the gold press latinum was that like the like the universal currency of the, of the I mean, galaxy. It was. It was for any. Uh, what was it? What's I say? <laughs> All right. I just brought you up on this, and I have blanked on Quark species name. Uh, he's a like f- Ferengi. Ferengi. Yeah, the fucking Ferengi. Okay, the Ferengi. Uh, yeah, I think it, with any Ferengi, part of the Ferengi Empire or Ferengi. Uh, Anybody from planet uh, yeah. Ferengi. Yeah. Anyone. And any anyone from Ferengi or yeah. uh, you know Ferengi aligned worlds, yeah. any subsidiary planets, or pro- you know maybe they 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 prize uh, gold plus latinum 
whatever the fuck yeah. that is. Nick, uh, do you have any opinions on this um, the subject? No, whatsoever. Uh, Kathy, let me, you, yeah, let uh, me speak for Nick in, in saying that Nick does not give like the like half a shit about okay. Star Trek. Let's let's yeah, move on. Um, so Brian apparently has been saving Lint for Alf, but, but like Alf tells him to throw it away because he realizes it's valueless. Lint apparently thinks all these things are completely valueless, which she's wrong about, of course. Gravel does have some value. It's maybe not like super well, she valuable. Well, she doesn't say completely valueless. She said it's cheap. Yeah, well, I, I don't think Lynn knows really knows about it. You know, I think the gravel, the fine quarrymen of the United States would probably take some some umbrage with that. Okay. Um, I think Katya raised an interesting point, which uh, is kind of on a meta level I found entertaining, which is how quickly the status quo reasserted itself. It was like between Alf finding out that he was rich, and then Alf not being rich anymore it took what about two days. Yeah. That's how it has yeah. to happen, and it, it, it actually yeah. upsets me, kind of, because it's sort of like, well, maybe if Alf hadn't done the stupid stuff, he could have just, like, given all that money to the, the tanners, like, for food like, and stuff. Went. Yeah, like, and it was He could have escaped. I mean, that was, would be a better plan. They were sort of acting like the dog somehow got money. Like, what do you, you can't have money, you're not a person. Like, what? what's a dog going to do with a bunch of money? Buy a bunch of bones? You're right. You know, it's <laughs> offensive. But, I mean, I think we haven't gotten quite to that yet because we haven't even introduced the Ferrari into the story yet. I mean, we're, we're getting there, though. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler, there's a Ferrari. It's, it's, only, a, it's only a spoiler for me, and I don't, I mean, I don't care that much. I, I think. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. So, basically, what happens... Tam, now that you're here, I can treat you as a proxy for the rest of the listening public. Um, right. So I, I think I'd, I'd be a, I'm, I'm a fairly useful narrative tool that way. I think maybe I should just continue to not watch the episodes. Yeah. I mean, you would be missing out, though, and you know it, because I know you, you really have been enjoying these. Oh, like, sure. I, I mean, I do hate myself enough that I feel I should, um, you know, subject myself to ALF, definitely. Yeah. Like a f- yeah. Fla- flagellation. Yeah, it's it's definitely self-flagellation. Um, so so basically, what happened is that Lynn was going to go to see the Pretenders with her right. for, with her friends, and she was going to borrow the car, um, the family car, but it broke down, and she gets kind of uh, a little uptight about it, like you know, because her teen life was ruined, and she right. suggests buying a second car. Right. To which the uh, Tanners. Respond with a deal, which is that they will c- pay for half of a car if she saves up for, you know, half the. I'm just gonna boggle a bit at 1986 used car prices. Yeah. And they cannot really afford just buying a second car on their own. Yeah, basically. even though it's like 300. So yeah, Lynn, so they, Lynn has they, 150. They a 350. car. Well, it's it's not very clear because Lynn has one fifty in the bank. They say they'll yeah. they'll match it, and that that brings us to three hundred. But then they start talking about her getting a job. So I don't know if we ever landed quite on I, what. I'm not really feeling like investigating what used car prices actually were back then. But I, I mean, now you could get something for a couple of grand. So I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. Well, yeah. just to spoil the uh, the episode a little bit, um, ultimately Alf does end up buying oh. a, a Ferrari. For ninety thousand um, dollars, and in in twenty sixteen dollars, ninety ninety thousand uh, um, with inflation is about two hundred thousand dollars. Right. Um, so I mean, I think 
I think even now you could probably get a like a junker for a grand. So we're still, we're, I think we're still in the ballpark yeah. with. Yeah, with, um, sounds about right. You know, th th three three to five hundred, you could still probably get something. Right. I'm glad we yeah. should. I'm glad it's like plausible numbers. Probably like a PT Cruiser, like a like an old one, with like two hundred thousand miles on it. Did has anyone? Katya, are you enjoying listening to these two olds talk about car prices? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to learn something new since I have no idea about cars in general. Well, you drive. You probably grew up driving a Yugo, right? I. I never drove anything, so. No, she grew up flying MIGs. Of course. <laughs> what about? <laughs> yeah, um... yeah, except for a MIG. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I just... didn't fly it. I just drove it around. Kasha do doesn't have a driver's license, but she does have a pilot's license. Well. Yeah, but only only works on the ground. Yes. Uh, I'm for flying. I'm looking up uh, Russian cars. Oh, the Lada. That's a famous one. Yeah. It looks like the logo is very similar to the Toyota logo. I. <laughs> so we key companies. We got the Avtovaz. Yeah, well, uh, Willie probably could afford buying one of those for Lynn, I guess. Avtator. But I'm not sure she would be happy. What about an Avtator? Uh, Did you have you ever driven an Avtator? Avtoframos. What? That was like, listening to that was like watching someone just stumble over like a warehouse full of like badly placed boxes. I'm just trying to say the names of Russian cars. I'm just trying to say the names of the cars. Nick, have you ever driven a Russian car? No. No. Grew up pretty in, close to Russia. In my head, Russian cars are evenly divided between incredibly, like, ornate, wealthy cars and complete death traps. Yeah. There's nothing else. It's what, like, like a hollowed-out bear. <laughs> what about the uh, <laughs> Marusha? In my head, as a Russian car. I, I would say most Russians don't drive Russian cars. So. What about hollowed-out bears? Um, I don't. I, I'm not sure. I'm qualified to speak for them. I don't know. Have you? Can, oh wow! All my right. my understanding I mean, is that bear is occasionally consumed as a meat in Russia. Is that true? Is I would totally eat bear. I would um, eat in a heartbeat. It would creep me out a little bit. I have to admit. I'm not sure if it's legal to hunt them. Right. But probably, probably if. You, you kill one in self-defense, you can probably eat it. What I if don't you uh, raise it to be like a livestock? Can you do that? Um, I'm, I'm... It's a farm, bear farm. <laughs> it's a yeah. bear ranch. My understanding, too, is that Russians tend to go out into the woods. Siberia, Siberia can be made into the next, the Wild East. It's it's where, the, you know, bear cowboys ride bears into the sunset. Well, I think that. No, that's mean... what already happens. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's a there's that's a whole normal. there's a whole new aesthetic to tap, you know, for you know, popular culture. I think that they breed bears in captivity in China to like harvest their gallbladders or something like that. Something really macabre. 
Let's just get on, let's dig deeper into this very macabre subject rather than talking no, about the humorous. Should we talk about Elf instead? I can't believe I'm saying okay. this. But... It's, it's basically the same animal, though, so uh, no, no, no real difference. Yeah. Yeah. Bear, the was definitely um, Lynn's job for the five minutes that she had it. Jim's chicken and oysters. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was good and funny. I thought that yeah, was funny. Good, good material. Yeah. So, so she's training to to get a job first. Yeah. So just yes. to catch uh, yes. Tam up. So basically, they decide that they make this deal with Lynn, where she has to get a job to save up money to buy a car with. Uh, so she gets a job at Jim's Chicken and Oysters. Um. For which she actually has to take a written exam. So Elf helps her study for that. Prohibitive, but I guess they get a lot of applicants in this tiny sub. Well, it was interesting because they had that little crack at the end about how there's like immigration papers at the end of the the test. Right, yeah, yeah. Like uh Citizenship you know. uh, test or something. Yeah, like like it's just gonna be illegal immigrants working at um Jim's chicken and oysters. It's also heavily implied that Lynn is not a very good student, which is surprising to me. She seems like kind of a, a goody two shoes. I mean, except for yeah, when she's like... Hey, we never actually see her like, doing anything involving any schoolwork. Yeah, whatsoever. she does a lot of like generic teen stuff, like talks on the phone and like canoodles with Lash. <laughs> we never saw Lash. Yeah, but we can only imagine what, what, a, what a, like, a punk that guy is, is you know? Probably like yeah. a drugged out... G- chain swing and Do you punk. think he was better or worse than the, the other boyfriend that we saw? Like in bed? Uh, the one uh, in a cool sweater. You mean like... The, the like... one with the band. Oh yeah, the one with the band. Better yeah, in, 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 what, yep. in what regard? Like, fit, like more attractive? But more intense. Like more do, sexually... Do you think Clash, Clash is supposed to be... I mean, that guy was, uh, I forget what his deal was. Like, he didn't he turn out to be gay? <laughs> yeah, he probably... Which one? <laughs> the, the band one. That was, yeah, that was the twist, wasn't it? I feel like, oh, no, it wasn't no. that he was gay. It was just, like, a, a, a coward. But I, would, I don't want to conflate those two things at all, by the way. I'm going to backpad <laughs> a little bit here. <laughs> the only point I was trying to make is, was there was a reason that he ended up not sleeping with Lynn. Which was the the tension in the episode, and one reason you might not do that is because if you if you're not inclined to sleep with women as a man, or and another way is because you got he was scared of um, her father, right? Which, which turned out to be Alf. Okay, have I backpedaled yes. enough? Am I in the clear? Well, I, I won't hold you responsible for any hate crimes. Okay, thank you. I see. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say that's I can't imagine anyone really being afraid of Willie. Uh, and yeah. I'm glad you clarified that it was actually Elf. I can see people being afraid of Elf a little bit. I would yeah. be afraid of Willie. It was Elf impersonating Willie. Yeah, Willie uh, is milk toast, and he's kind of terrifying, but in the same way, like um, you know, overshaken Coke bottle is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Or like um, you know, like one of those guys that like kills children for years and puts them in his fridge, and you just don't suspect yeah. a thing, you know. Yeah. He also looks like he could accidentally strangle you, like just just being too mad, you know. Like he, he yeah. never planned this, but mm-hmm. it just it just happened. It's, it's always a crime of passion with Willie. Yeah. Mm. Passion for what we don't know, but no. so there's a lot of passion there somewhere. So um, so, so uh, 
Alf gets a little bit up in arms that the Tanners are making Lynn get a job. He's a child of the 60s. He doesn't care about he's work. He's really, push, really pushing them to yeah. buy a second car. He's a loafer. He's like, you don't have to earn anything in this life. It just gets given to you. And um, Lynn, I mean, sorry, Kate is taken aback because he he's really kind of calling their parenting skills into question. Um, and I think that Alf is really in the wrong here. I think they had a good deal with Lynn. They came to an arrangement. I, I can't believe, like, Kate is taking him seriously at any point. I mean, yeah. he's a pup who... It's, it seems like occasionally they actually treat Alf like an adult, but then they forget that they did that in the next... Yeah, it's kind yeah. of weird to do that, like, given, like, he's clearly got no survival skills and has no idea what's going on. Well, it's all... like, I, think, I think it's weird to treat him with any respect whatsoever. But as we know, it's all, uh, it's all a ruse. Well, yeah, but, but taking him at face value for yeah. the moment. Like, why would you listen to whatever this idiot has to say? So, in order to right this perceived wrong, Alf decides to take matters into his own man hands. Man hands. Uh, <laughs> yep. And um, he yep, checks out. somehow sure. buys a, a Ferrari, which for mysterious, some somehow mysteriously is able to buy a, a $90,000 Ferrari. He, he, he gets a broker and gets the broker to do it. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it becomes clear. As oh, I, I was going to just try to tease it out a little bit, let Tam sort I, of wonder. I thought you were genuinely confused about how he got hold of it. Yeah, my, my mind was scrambling to, to figure out this problem. Well, you still about. don't, but I mean, like, you still, you, so we got a broker, fine, but you, don't, you can't just get a broker and then have money. It's like, how, where did he get the money to give to the broker? Well, he's got the gold. Well, well, well that was, again, I was going to try to get Tam to speculate. You had already mentioned the gold. <laughs> I had mentioned that he had been surprised about the value of gold, but not well, that... Well, yes, why else would he be surprised of, not... like, a plot point? So you had already it... come to that conclusion. It would have been interesting. Yeah, no, like, oh, uh, oh uh, this is probably because, uh, well, you know, well, I mean, it's a very basic show. The motivations aren't exactly... How convenient it's... that we the have... The motivations we, we can just, are not exactly... We'll just take you, you at know, face value. I believe you that you had already come to that conclusion. So wait, 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 wait. Actually, the... so where did he get the gold? All right, so let's lead us through it. Okay. Yeah, Tam. Where did he get the gold again? I don't have any <laughs> idea where he got the gold. I just suppose that they, he had gold, right. and that's what that came up. The gold was the plumbing in his spaceship. Really? Except for the bidet, which was made of platinum. <laughs> no, it's a good one. What's the, what's the relative value of platinum uh, that's a to good question. Uh, the Millmackings and possibly the, the galaxy at large? How about I Google um, volume, average, average volume, volume of toilet. Sure. So, I just oh, wonder where they kept his spaceship. Cause the garage. It, oh, yeah, that's a good question. It was never shown after the crash, I think. Even though they showed that their, their garage, I think it might have been tucked against the fourth wall. <laughs> Probably. Just the the cameraman holding it the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't figure out the volume of the material that make the constituent material of a toilet because. Google was too concerned with the amount of water it could hold, so that was a pitfall. You could probably right. reverse engineer it by assuming uh, a certain. 
It's just too much trouble at this point. Let's say it's a um, hundred million dollars worth of. That sounds reasonable. So, so he invested the rest into a mango farm. In Oxnard, yep. California, yes. Which well, I've Oxnard been... Oxnard is a real place? I needed to clarify this. Yeah, I know. I've been there. It's like a... There's a bus station. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bus from there once. Um, o Oxnard, huh? Yeah. It's funny. That's, I think, that's I mean, funny it, sounding. It, it might even be like named after... Ox testicles. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, the last time I heard the word nard used uh, to describe testicles was in the show um, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge on Spike <laughs> TV. The, the, the redub, the terrible redub of, uh, of um, uh, Takeshi's Castle. Was it a. Was it preceded by the words right in the. Yeah, of course it was. Like, what else would they say? <laughs> there's no other combination of words. No, there's no other combination of words that you're gonna hear that include that includes the word nard yeah. on on Spike TV than right in the nards. Are you, uh, Kat, Katya and Nick? Are you both familiar with the, that the term nard nards? I, I think from context, I've thoroughly picked it up. Okay. Yeah, I think I heard it plenty, maybe once. Context clues. Okay, so um, Alf sells this gold to buy the uh, Ferrari. Then he also invests in a mango farm in Oxnard, and uh, and Willie is like a shit, and he's like, "We can't keep this." He, meanwhile, his mind doesn't go to, "Wow, Alf, you have a lot of money that you should give us to help feed you." He's like, "No, you have to give it back, and let's not talk about." what happens to the the $90,000. Let's not even bring it up. Wait, you ha you have to give what back? The, the Ferrari? Oh, the Ferrari, yeah. Because... He's too, he's, he's too afraid to even sit in that car. I mean, that's defend Willie, but there is no way that they could keep up the insurance payments for a 16-year-old. No way. No, I don't sure. think they should have kept the Ferrari. I think that would have been dumb, but he did give... Lynn a $90,000 gift. Yeah, she could have kept it and sold it. Yeah. And bought, like, a car. Yeah, he should. I mean, Willie has no right to say that Alf can't give her the ninety thousand. But also, like, yeah. okay, let's say, let's take, let's just like take his word for it that okay, Alf has to give the car back to in principle. He doesn't. He have some interest in maybe Alf compensating them in some way for his his room and board and the damages, untold damages. Oh yeah. To the uh, to the home and their lives. Like, he just doesn't seem interested at all in recouping any of that with this convenient plot wealth that uh, Alf has. And this is, we have no idea how much he put into the the mango farm, which, well, spoiler. I mean, from, like, from your estimate of the toilet bowl, of the plumbing value. Yeah. We can see, you know, several million. Well, the the, yeah. the car was yeah, 200,000. Is, is he keeping, is he keep like, surely, I mean, 90,000 is, um, if there's a plumbing for an entire spaceship, you know, I guess my assumptions about the spaceship could be wrong, but like there's a lot more than ninety thousand dollars worth of gold in a in, in the plumbing of a spaceship. I would think. Well, the yeah, convenient thing is, the yeah, sorry. Farm is. I yeah, right. and and that turned out to be unfortunately a spoiler, a scam. So that money's uh, gone. I don't think it's conclusively proven at any point. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's incredibly likely to be a scam. But... Heavily implied. Yeah. That he's he's getting taken out for. Because we never leave. 
like the viewpoint of the house. We never actually see whether the mango farm is there or not. Yeah. Although Alf does, af- during the, the heated debate about whether or not Lynn can keep the car, take off, hits the road in the Ferrari, takes off down the highway doing probably two, 180, yeah. 180 miles per hour, and he heads to Oxnard to check out his mango farm. So is it th- this this only makes sense if you assume that Alf is in fact just fucking with it. Like, there's no rational thought process that in the middle of this argument just, no, oh, I'm just going to take the car. Yeah, it was never really. I don't think he was planning to take the car. At least he didn't say that that's what he was doing. It's like he he made it look like it was an accident that he started the car. Even he says, "Oh, I just started and it took off." Um, yeah. It, I, now I, I, have, I suspect a two hundred thousand dollar Ferrari is not going to be an automatic. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't think that we were even intended to. Did they even make automatic Ferraris in uh, in the eighties? I doubt it. I, it would yeah. be very surprised. Yep. Yeah. So um, I, it's it's unclear why he does this. It's sort of sort of like one of those things where it's like, oh, that goofball Alf. But you still expect maybe there to be a, a reason for it, like he's teaching them a lesson or something. But it's just it never even addressed. Just like I think he he didn't feel appreciated. Like he he bought such a nice car, and Lynn was impressed. But now nobody's allowed to even use it. So like, ah, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna take this nice car for for right, you know. Yeah, and I Just think gonna he was, he was use justified. it at least once. <laughs> That's what happens. Those, those feelings. He was correct. It was a, but I mean, like I think the the. the mature response on Willie's behalf could have been like, okay, this was really nice of you, Elf, but really it's probably, you know, impractical. Why don't we sell this and we can buy, like, a, a, a $10,000 car for Lynn. I think, we'll think Willie is that. obviously a terrible human being and just an incredibly bad parent. Yeah. Well, I, well, that's that's just that just supports my theory, doesn't it? He's, he's uh, he, the reason he's a terrible human being is because he's not a human being. Right. Ah. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, nothing in this episode goes to either prove or discredit your theory, Tom. Yes, yeah. I will continue to believe in it. Uh, I was going to say this um, for for what, what almost became a genuine emotion it, for <laughs> when I was looking at Alf in this episode, uh, or what you're saying about Alf in this episode. Um, that's for someone who is as onerous a burden as he is uh, on on the Tanners. Um, that that does show a extraordinary generosity of spirit. I mean, he finds out that gold is valuable, and um, you know, and he does know the value of gold when he spends ninety thousand dollars to get this kid a Ferrari. You know, yeah. Uh, so I felt like that's that's an extraordinary generosity is, of spirit. It was very nice, and they just treated it like this. Um... Prank, yeah, like yeah. some kind of zany scheme. Yeah, zany thing. Yeah, when yeah, maybe it's not the most responsible decision, but it's not, and you know, it's not a bad thing he did. I don't think. Do you I think th- he's still trying to win Lynn over? Oh, sexually, yes. Are you talking about? Wait, was Lynn, that what you Lynn meant? Or, Kate. or oh, Willie? Well, he was into Lynn last last time we. Oh, checked oh, sorry, I got confused. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, he was still trying. I mean, I think it's still a. A sexual thing. A thing. Yeah. yeah. A fang, yes. <laughs> but, um, ching. Sorry, I was saying but, um, but it sounded like but, um, so I just... Yep. But, um, ch- 
Yeah. So yeah, so Alf stole the car and rocketing down the freeway. He then called now eighty six, I guess we had satellite phones back then. So like there was definitely car phones around. Yeah, they were sort of tethered to cars at that point. So yeah, it was so really it was, the, it was the bleeding edge of technology. Mm. That, right well, there. Well like radio phones. So they weren't even necessarily satellite. They were proper mobile phones. I think you needed like a like a dolly and a generator for one of those. Those old satellite phones. You know, mm-hmm. like a wheelie mm-hmm. cart. Some string. The first mobile call in the UK was made in 1985. So it could have been a genuine mobile phone. Yeah. Mm. I mean, for, for that much money, it's possible. That it's so, uh... Um, what was... How, what was the quality of, you know, sort of the quality on those phones? Like, uh, the call quality? Was well, it... Before, in this episode, not great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably not that good. Probably like surprisingly similar to now, though. Frust- like frustratingly, not that far off from what we already have still. I see. I I can't get a mobile call- phone call in my office. Like people call me and then they say I can't hear you, and I have to like run to the other end of the building. Yeah, but don't you live? Don't you work in like a lead lead bunker? Probably. I've yeah. never investigated the walls. Some kind of like, yeah, science chamber. Yeah the the old the well known Harvard bunker. I, I I used to work at Harvard, and I would sometimes I would have to go into the um, the stacks at the to library, the and they were just it keeps going. It just keeps it's like goes deep into the earth, like a, like a like a some kind of sea lab. Yeah, I I think like an iceberg. Like ninety percent of Harvard is below the surface. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. like a like a hive. Yeah. I mean, not really like a hive. It's like, well, it's like it's like a subterranean sort of like an an ant or uh, or a sort of a meerkat or prairie dog yeah. colony, like a naked mole rat. It's gonna yeah. say it's like a naked mole rat. Tunnel system. Yeah. It's it's like the London tube system, but with giant chambers for uh, you know stuff, I guess. Which I wish the tube system also has, I think. Yeah. So well, maybe just exactly like it. Yeah. It's like the yeah. the catacombs. Yeah. Right. So but not the French ones. The like the. Other ones in, uh, I forget where the really big ones. And that, the ones, the ones in that other place. Yeah, the bigger, yeah. the bigger ones, the bigger, bigger yeah. ones. Yeah, there's, there's the, there's the, the big catacombs and the little catacombs. Somebody, somebody <laughs> smart is listening and knows what I'm talking about. They're like, yes, he's right. Yeah. Everybody is foolish to doubt him. Yeah, everyone's this, this, this Adonis of men. Yeah. This Aristotle of men. No, Somebody well. listening from from the catacombs, from the large ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yes. One listener. They've been in lost. Every system in the world. Actually, we, we got a real we got a real Einstein of a mole man <laughs> down there listening. I, you know what? I think, and I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not. So I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I think Gumba might live in the catacombs. Gumba Mesta, the other big, our other big fan. I, I don't think that. There are many catacombs under obscure Austrian villages, but I could be wrong. Well, there are a lot. Oh, so <laughs> actually, because uh, he, he's uh, in Swi- Switzerland, right? Yeah. And there are so many, like uh, World War Two bunkers there. That is true, actually. One of my friends um, has his office in an in an old bunker. Cool. And I was in one of those in his uh, in his city in his town, oh. so? which is. Turned into just a place for people to to spend a night in, just to live for a really, bit, like a really hostel kind of place, I guess. Like a like a Morlock tunnel. 
And it, it is just a bunker. It right. is. It, it feels like you live in a bunker. Mm-hmm. And there was some machinery there, and there was an instruction on the wall on how to how that machinery works. And on that little plate with the instruction, there was an old ALF sticker. That's right. I think you sent me a picture of this. Yeah, yeah, I have a picture. So well, we need to put this ALF sticker in the um, the show notes. Can we do that? <laughs> we can. can yeah, so you, maybe um, maybe that was Gumba's work. I don't do know. Do you, by maybe any he... chance, have the GPS coordinates of that ALF sticker? I'm not sure it's still there. It was there uh, last year, and this year I didn't check. That can be a question for our listeners. Do you, th- do you, do, if your phone, it might have, did you take it from your phone, the picture? Uh, yeah. I usually have geolocational. Let's do some, uh, some CSI to this situation to achieve something meaningless and that will not, no one will follow through on. So, okay. so you want people to just like uh, break into the secret bunker? Yes. Yeah. To look at the sticker. Yeah, the, I want the the hordes of listeners in Switzerland, or you know, thereabouts, uh, to 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 find the sticker. Um, so, so, Alf comes back with the car. It's just fucked. It's covered in leaves and mud, and he's just completely fucked up the car. It's probably still worth ninety thousand dollars even because like you're gonna wash it and it's fine but still it's like come on um 89 99 yeah let's, let's maybe let's I'll knock a couple grand off of it it's yeah. still a valuable automobile that's the kind of the galling thing of, of being able to buy like a really expensive sports car is like you can still resell it for like most of the same value well, within a certain amount of time. With, yeah, within a, ban- within a certain amount of time and within a certain amount, amount of dollar amounts. So it's still, like, enormously... Like, like I buy a, I buy a $12,000 Toyota. It's, it's, it's worth, like, six as soon as I drive it off, drive it off the yeah. lot. That's what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Whereas, yeah, a really rare, like, valuable car will actually appreciate if you give it long enough. Yeah, it's not fair. No. Not No, and we should fair. probably just smack the rich right now. Just destroy them. Destroy them. Are any of you rich? Tam? I'm not, I'm not in any way wealthy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love, not, I love not, the wealthy. Not, not, in, not in money. Mm-hmm. Not intellectually. Spirit. spirit. Certainly not spiritually. That, that, earth is, uh, been, that earth has been salted. Um, but uh, I, I am... Written, no, I'm, I can't even go something uh, else. That's, yeah, I'm just, that's that's where I am. Get strong, I'm, I'm, strong, I'm strong hands. Pop. Good hands. <laughs> yeah, good hands. Good, uh, you know, solid B plus hands. You can throw a good uh, spiral on a football, right? You can. Uh, just, no, but yeah. I can. Um, dunk. Sort can of. Dunk. You know what? I can't dunk. That's more of a leg thing, really, Byron. But um. I, you know what? Yes. Not yes. if you get Fire a boost. Football, I'm pretty pretty good at putting a, a good old spin on that on that big skin. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Um, so, uh, Elf brings the car back, and um, then the next scene. Uh, oh, a bunch a bunch of cops and helicopters show up because Elf like destroyed a bunch of yards, um, and Mrs. Octomonic's hedge. 
But there's no payoff for that. It doesn't. No, nobody gets just, in any trouble. So it's sort it of a cheap, just, cheap I mean, joke. It, it's kind of frustrating because it's probably the most drama and filled an interesting bit of the episode was seeing how the hell they got out of this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the Tanners talk- were really scared of Alf being seen while he was away from the house and driving a red Ferrari. They're like, oh no, an alien in a Ferrari. You know, we cannot call the police. And now they have to also explain how they, like, somebody from their family destroyed all the property as well. Mm-hmm. And we never see that. I don't think they would be liable for, liable for, um, because, like, Alf isn't related to them and he's, like, an alien from another planet. I don't know. They always act like they're going to get in trouble if, like, Alf gets yeah, captured, I, like, somewhere I else. Think, I think the the options are, basically, they give up Alf to scientific research, or they just take everything on themselves as if it was really driving the car. And yeah, there's no... There's, the calculus. there's no middle ground. So, so the question is, what is it that they're really scared of? What What is the scenario that they imagine? I think they're scared of... And maybe, of, maybe of... Tam is right in, in that Willie probably is not human. That is somehow tied into that basically well that may be he's, true he's... but they they did have lives before alf um so maybe they're just afraid of having to go back to that hell you think it was worse before alf oh yeah come on they think so it's clear it's clearly mm-hmm. it was much worse the beating so you think this is why kids love him so much their, their lives are so much better now that like they... weird gulag situation with Willie kind of just locking them all down. Yeah. He's like too embarrassed to to beat his children in front of this alien, so that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. I mean it's terrifying. Well I can't I can't beat my kids anymore. The alien will, will judge me. Report, yeah. Hey, Alf does have like basic compassion, so I, I would I'd like to think that Alf would do something about it. He probably that. would. He would probably kill Willie. With yeah. like oh, yeah, a, no, some certainly. bizarre alien weapon. How, how would he? How would he do it? With a bizarre alien weapon that he's been concealing the whole time that he's had in his yeah. like back pocket in case anything went sideways. With a platinum bidet. It would be like a ray <laughs> gun that like put all of Willie's organs on the outside of his body somehow, and he would just like fall into a puddle of like organs. Because that's the kind of stuff aliens have, right? Mm. So in the next scene, it Alf is fixing the old car. Um, we don't. There's no mention of what happened with the Ferrari or the ninety thousand dollars. Oh no! They, oh, that's right. So he crashed into the garage, and they agreed that he would pay to repair the garage, which apparently is going to cost ninety thousand dollars. Come on. It would be two. It would be two hundred thousand so. dollar I mean, garage. It, okay, I I don't think that that's ever implied. I mean, Alpha's crashed that Ferrari when he gets that. Like, you don't, minus you don't think he's gonna get at least like maybe seventy k for that thing now? I, I mean, you'd be lucky to get forty or fifty for that. What? Okay, fifty grand. Let's say fifty. I mean, he's really trashed it. Yeah. Let's say fifty though. I mean, still, that's like uh, like a hundred grand. The hunt, so that's the cost of the garage repairs, or, or are they also paying for like Mrs. Akhmadik's hedge? I think I think it's the cost porch. of everyone. Okay. So they probably have to shell out. 
bribing the cops, maybe, or I don't know. That's definitely like true. Like 49,000 for that and 5,000 for the rest. Yeah. And we don't, we don't know how many, like how much property damage Alf managed to enact, but I think it was a lot. Yeah. So is somebody typing? Yeah, I was for a moment. Sorry. It sounded like something was being um, fried in a skittle. No, in sorry, a, a, in skillet. a skillet. <laughs> a skillet. You mean a skillet? Or... <laughs> what is a skittle to you? <laughs> I mean, a skittle is a, like an anagram. It looks like we have an alien of our own. <laughs> in I'm sorry, I mistook your human word. <laughs> skittle. <laughs> sorry. I mean, to be fair though, it was your typing that caused me to have that error. So it's sort of your oh, error. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh, you blame. If I'm the, if I'm, if I'm the error's mother, you're the father. Mm -hmm. You put that mm -hmm. error. All right, in I put me. that. Okay, let's not follow that, this metaphor to its. No, I guess we're at the end of the episode. Like, was there? I, I'm having struggling to think of anything memorable about this episode at all. Everything's returned to the status quo. I thought the was car was really hot and cool. Question. I thought it was a hot car. Ten stars to the car itself. Okay, the car was good. Pretty Nothing sweet. was funny. I, no, 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 you're wrong. See what kind of priority this was. There were some funny lines. Like gained any more traction. I think that there were some funny lines surrounding the um, the chicken shack. Yeah, all right. The chicken and oyster oyster place was like a, there was a comedy some, high point. Yeah, there, the some of the stuff about like the value of lint was funny, but then it was all a lot. The rest of the episode was a lot of exposition and, and yeah, uh, and then just Al. Driving, I guess, like the visual of Alf clearly just sitting in a car with the fan blowing on him. Quite yeah, heavily. and they gave him like extra long hair to blow yeah. for the wind to blow through. There's also a mention of so Alf um, says that he learns to repair a car from wa watching Route 66, I think, which apparently okay. is a TV show starring George Maharis. Ah, no, I only know the name George Maharis from Arrested Development. Right, and he was. A um, closeted actor at the time, famously closeted. I forget why, like why, why, where, when it came out, or when he came out, if 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 he came out during his career, and like George Michael was like, instead of being one sort of famously closeted singer, like George yeah. Michael, he he picked this other random name, which was George Maharis, which was also, if you look it up. Another famously yeah. closeted actor. It's one of one of the better, more subtle arrested villains. Yeah, so that's I was reminded of that because Alf also mentioned George Maharis, and he said something about I wonder why he never got another show. <laughs> and I yeah. think maybe were they, they were implying that of course he didn't because he was gay. Oh, I see. So this was actually a like a, he fixed the car badly because George Maharis was gay. Yeah, that's offensive. <laughs> That, that sounds a little That's bit like reach because I think it, it's it seems more likely that Alf is just not very good at doing no. stuff. No, I wasn't actually going there with it. I just thought maybe like he, he made some kind of side remark about it. I wonder why he never got another show. Like, oh, I see. And I, I, I just was wondering maybe if like it was like it was an in joke in like Hollywood right. in the '80s. Like, of course he yeah. wouldn't because he wasn't like, you know. I mean, was, like there was that Thirty Rock joke about Cosby years ago because apparently like, that was a badly kept secret in yeah. Hollywood. That that was well known. Yeah. I also feel like Alf was uh, lying about um, his source of information about fixing cars, because he he mentioned that he used to sell cars, I think, on Melmac. 
Interesting. So slime, That's a good slime good powered or something like that. But do we do we assume at all that Nolmachian cars have an internal combustion engine or anything like? No, no we don't. But I I, I feel like uh, maybe he has. Uh, I don't know. He, he's trying to cover his tracks or something like that. He has I, something to hide. I agree with you that I don't. I don't think he really learned it from watching Route sixty six. But I think that he probably had a rudimentary understanding of basic mechanics from being a really hyper-intelligent alien being with a spaceship. And the fact that he got it wrong and, like, made... So the, the ending of the episode is that Willie decides to take his newly repaired car out for a spin. He's like, I'm just going to reverse it into the street. And it's, when he tries to put it in reverse, he drives forward and crashes into the, the $100,000 garage again and just totals it. And yeah. di probably dies, too. Do you think he died? Yeah, I think... From now on, the part of Willie is probably played by a robot. I actually... Willie 2. 2.0. I watched this on some weird site. Um, and, like, the episode cut off right as he was starting to accelerate. And I, so I didn't see the very, very end. But So I assume he, maybe Willie died. Well, they don't actually show Willie at any point. Like, Alf, like, makes a quip about, Brian, hand me the crowbar. <laughs> That's good. Um. <laughs> you see, you just got a fresh... Genuine laugh out of me from Alf. Thank you. Yeah. Do you see like a? Is there like a geyser of blood? No. Just, so you just like it, the camera basically swivels and you it's like one eighty and just looks at Alf like and then it's Do you think that Alf actually planned his murder? No. I think to look like an accident. No, I'm gonna put that theory to bed. There's no way anything Alf does is actually an accident, regardless of what he says. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was trying to kill. I don't think it was an accident, but I don't think he was trying to kill him. I think if Alf wanted Willie dead, Willie be dead. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he yeah. didn't want to like upset the kids or make it too obvious. Oh, so he s killed Willie, skinned him, and filled him with nanobots that now are e emulating him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, up to a point, we don't know that he's he's alive in the next episode yet. I'm yeah. Just... Uh, maybe he he tried to, uh, you know, um, kill Willie, but also he really hated that garage as well. So like two birds with one stone. I think he likes that garage. He seems to hang out there all the time. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't like it to be actually repaired. I don't know. Maybe he has a problem with that. I mean, he crashed into it three times. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's that's you know a strategy. Hmm. So that's the episode. That's the it. That's the it. That's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the it. Thoroughly pedestrian, but with a good car. Yeah, sweet ride. I would. I would yeah, like to take they that really out blew the budget on the car yeah. this this episode. I feel like that was probably Paul Fusco bought that car with his ALF money and was like, hey, why not? Share the wealth. I'll put it in the episode. <laughs> I've just learned that um, George Maharis posed naked for Playgirl in 1970. All right. Uh, which, where can you find that? Can you... Oh, I found it on a, a trivia thing about him, but I'm not sure which... Like, I'm not sure where you would even go to find a 1970s Playgirl, but... How about I just Google George yeah. Maharis yeah. nude? Yeah, I found him. Oh. Oh. Pretty uh, well endowed. At least flaccid. There's no erect penises. Yeah, he's a shower. Uh, yeah. What's the... I'm sorry, George what now? I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm fascinated. 
Uh, excuse me, where, which, where can I see a penis? What was his uh, name? George, yeah, we'll George. I want to see this dick. Spelled exactly as you might think. Yeah, it, George. Google will sorry, correct George you. Harris? George Maharis. Oh, Maharis. Sorry. Yep, sorry. There's the ding dong. This in, is free in this, to play along at home. Google George Maharis naked or nude. In this one where he's with the horse, he's sort of folding his legs to make it look like he doesn't have a penis. There's one where he seems, with the horse, yeah. The horse is an interesting. Yeah. Well, he's clearly aroused by the horse, and frankly, I'm fine with that. There's one where he's just, like, wearing a jean jacket but no pants and, like, boots, and it looks like he's, like, <laughs> uh, like taking a dump or something. I haven't actually seen that one. Oh, there. He looks weirdly happy about that. Yeah, looks very mean, comfortable there. He's mm. getting, he's, he's up to some stuff. Oh, yeah, is that so... Mr. Is that Mr. Head? The horse? <laughs> yeah. The horse. Oh. Yeah, Speaking of Mr. Ed, unfortunately, we just lost a, a treasure in the world of television entertainment, which this podcast is about. Um, now, let me just Google his name. <laughs> Wilbur from Mr. Ed, and very sadly, passed away uh, at the age of 96. He also played uh, Scrooge McDuck. Well, he, he, wow, he lost it quite a while. Yeah, Alan, Alan Young. He wasn't so young when he when he died. <laughs> Ugh, I just cringed. Both tasteless and bad. But it was also very true. So I mean, it was just on the nose. Just, just a fact. Just yeah, a fact. it was just a fact. Because I mean, he was ninety-six years. I mean, I know that. I know, Tammy. What you're thinking is you probably have heard somebody refer to him as ninety-six years young. People just say that to be nice. They're not really young. Yeah. Really old. In fact, as a rule, if somebody's being referred to as something years young, they're generally very old. Very, yeah, very, very old. Folks. Yeah. So just that's yeah, a little... it's, it's just it's just to make them sort of, sort of uh, be able to momentarily forget the fact that they've become decrepit. Yeah. And that their faculties have uh, have diminished by uh, by quite a margin. If I were that age, I would be offended that they were robbing me of some of my hard-earned years of experience and wisdom. Like, I'm not right. young. young people, not young, I'm old. I'm experienced. Yeah. I'm not yeah. young, Sonny Whippersnapper. I'm an old man with yeah. with the commensurate wisdom that comes with the advanced, advanced like years. If I ever have a child, I will name my first child uh, Young Whippersnapper. <laughs> young... young Whippersnapper. Yeah, Young, young McWhippersnapper. Young McWhippersnapper. Okay, so yeah, very sad about Alan Young. He has nothing to do with Alf, but I thought it was yeah. still worth uh, making everybody sad about because it's a so comedy it's, show. It's not a proper Alf podcast episode without a death no, mention. Our scope. Yeah, and, and we had no external actors. In the yeah, I, I thought we were going to get the tow truck driver near the beginning, but then he, he was mentioned and then they cut and he never, was, he never showed up. So I, I, I wondered why they even bothered with that. Um... Any thoughts no. there? No? No, I'm, okay. I'm looking at Alan Young's. Um, now, did Alan Young uh, pose in Playgirl? Not, by the way. What? I'm, yeah, I've, I've just gone down an Alan Young rabbit hole. Oh, right. I, yeah. I momentarily mistook uh, Alan Young for Alan Thicke in my head. Well, that's very different. 
Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, another legend of television broadcasting. Right. So this is, a, again, this is what this podcast is all about. Legendary television shows and broadcasting right. shows and people and actors and really just talent, raw talent. Right. All right, everybody. Well, I think we have gotten to the end of this. We're at a little over an hour here, so that's probably too much uh, for anyone ever. Right. Exactly. Um, Ten minutes would just fill over. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably cut off a few. I'll just probably excise Tam from the entire thing. It's going to be weird, but... <laughs> yeah. Just weird. But you know what? You know what? I give you my blessing. I think that'll be a good experiment. <laughs> I mean, I would do it, except for it would be so much trouble. It would take so long. I'm not... I think I think it, it, it could, you could do two podcasts now, two episodes, one without Tam and one that is just Tam compilation. Yeah, the, the, Tam, the Tam cut. All no. the cut bits... <laughs> Compiled into How track. about I insert awkward amounts of silence before Tam speaks so it sounds like I'm doing both voices? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's wow, you really modulated it to an incredibly annoying NPR reporter voice. And I'll delete any moments where our voices overlap just so the illusion isn't shattered. Mm, sure. Okay. Sure. Hey guys, well, thanks all of you for showing up for this wonderful uh, podcast experience. I think we're going to get probably a lot of money from this one. This, was, this is one of the, oh, yeah. this is where the cash I've is going to start. Enough to buy a Ferrari. Definitely. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I've gone oh. all in on this. I would love so, that. I would really love need this to pan out. Yeah, I would love some cash, some real money, you know. And yep. we'll see, guys. We'll see what the equity distribution looks like once all of the the dollars and cents are counted and tallied. Um, mm. I won't be a Scrooge McDuck. I'm proud that I don't know what what you're saying right now. I won't be a Scrooge and withhold the earnings from this podcast from 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 you folks. I will be very generous when the checks well, start command. flowing in. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I look forward to my inevitable Ferrari. Up we'll myself. we'll talk later <laughs> once, once we start getting into the brass tacks. Can we just get paid in Ferraris? Like instead yeah. of give, you know, giving us money, can they just like, like three might, and a half Ferraris? You might need to be like a fraction of a Ferrari, like a Ferrari like like a gear shift knob yeah but that would be pretty cool i mean you could use that as like a weird like necklace bling thing like when for your dj persona. <laughs> uh, okay, would that be a necklace yeah like instead of like one of those giant clocks or something like from the okay so 80s. this is this is neck a necklace only for flavor flavor yeah, so no, you're it's, saying it's, it's you definitely like a bling it. like a bling thing you know like a like a luxury sports car Knob. Okay. Yeah. Pardon them. Sure. Pun, I guess. I don't know. Mm. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Thanks All for right. tuning in, listeners. Thank you for joining. Um, if you like this show, uh, send everybody involved some money, and that's the plug. And yep. uh, does yeah, anybody send us all like a Ferrari, please? I think Katya, you have a, a site, a website now. Do you want to plug that? Uh, I'm not sure if anyone. Here is in need of illustration. Uh, maybe, maybe next time. Actually. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, there's the, no. The, the link is kind of weird right now. Okay, let's let's well, put uh, a pin well, in that it. That means Katya and I are in direct competition. Are you a good link too? <laughs> oh, you're both illustrators. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nick. What was that? I said three of us technically, but I'm way too lazy to take on any commissions. So yeah. yeah, you do. You do like traditional art too, so that's kind of. I'm. Uh, I could take on some commissions too. Why not? 
anybody okay. so we're all in direct conflict Byron just does yeah, anyone Byron just throws in with this yeah I'll draw I can draw some stuff I'm like it was, yeah. I'm a little rusty but you know this is an art podcast now yeah yeah awesome. this is we you draw like you draw a turtle and a pirate's head so yeah. sort of we'll just yeah. talk about the art we'll draw on air yeah no <clears throat> Uh, there's, yeah, there's, this is a, it'll be riveting. There's, there's like oh, I'd let you draw like faces. There's, I did a lot of sweet hat hatching, hatch yeah. work, and pointal pointillisms. The, the technical term is actually hatchery. Oh, like Margaret Hatchery. Yeah. Uh, this is getting really bad. This is getting worse every uh, second. Maybe we should call it a day. Yep. Okay, guys. Well, thanks again. A day, a year, a night. <laughs> I All right. Yeah. All right. Next time we do this, I'll from Africa. Love you guys. Oh, that'd be amazing. See you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll do it from Africa. Yeah. Right. I'll from... probably be on the same time zone as Katya, so that'll work out. Yeah, that's true. You guys could, you, Katya, you can go meet Nick in Africa. <laughs> wait, you're, are you, wait, can I keep forgetting which country you're going to, Nick. Come uh, on. Namibia. Namibia. Namibia, that's right. I keep like it's it it goes like uh, my brain sort of um can't decide between it, whether it remembers Namibia or Zambia and let's just say central sure. central african republic from now on split the difference uh, no let's just say Nam Namibia okay Namibia Côte okay, d'Ivoire I, I got it now Côte d'Ivoire settled yeah. Côte d'Ivoire yeah. yeah. okay okay guys All right have a good night yeah Thanks for tuning in. ciao Komama. Bye. Oh, no. Bye. Bye.